and welcome to the special edition of the Scriptures Are Real podcast as part of our Holy Week uh, series. Hopefully you had a fantastic and wonderful Palm Sunday. And if you were listening to General Conference, you heard it mentioned a lot of times. And, and maybe even after Elder Stevens' talk, you have a renewed interest in doing even more to celebrate Easter this season and especially this week. I'm your host, Carrie Mielstein. And I'm, with I'm me, Julianne Mielstein. Yep. She's my favorite guest and lovely wife. And today we're talking about what is just typically referred to as Holy Monday. So remember, we're trying to go through each week of the Savior's life as we have this whole week of really trying to focus on what Christ has done for us. And these are the days where he is preparing to come to uh, that finale of his life where he suffers for our sins and then dies for us. Uh, So these are the days just preceding that. And Monday is an interesting day. In fact, it starts out with a, a somewhat destructive act as they're hiking uh, each day from Bethany over the top of the Mount of Olives and then back down. Uh, actually, Julianne, do you want to talk about uh, the tree that they find? Yeah, so so this is a really uh, strong message that Christ ends up sending here. They're coming, like Carrie said, from Bethany, and they're hungry, and they see a tree, a fig tree, far off. And as you can see in our, we'll share screens here, and you can see pictures of the fig tree um, where the leaf and the fig are coming at the same time. They, without, there's, there shouldn't be a leaf unless there's also a budding fig uh, growing on the tree also. But what the Savior says is he, he comes up to this tree as they get close to it, and he finds there's nothing but leaves uh, and that the figs hadn't grown. And so Jesus said, no man eat fruit of the hereafter forever. And he curses the tree. And uh, so then they come to Jerusalem and different accounts have the order of things happening. Matthew has the cursed fig tree withering right away. Um, And the other accounts. uh, So like, for example, Mark has it that they go to the temple after they're at the temple they come back and the apostles see the fig tree that it's all withered. So in this Mark account, this drying up of the fig tree, uh, they encounter that fig tree on the next day. And so it says, and and we'll read from that account now uh, on Monday, even though we're reading from the, the Mark, it's Tuesday account and Matthew, it's, they see this Monday evening. And so uh, we're just going to kind of put it all together today. And so then we have uh, Peter in verse 21 saying, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou curses is withered away. And I think it's interesting right here how Christ answers, which he answers what he was really trying to teach in the message that he wants them to understand. And he says, have faith in God. And so that the the greatest fruit that's required is belief, this this faith in him and any of the signs that he is showing is pointing to him and the power that he has to to curse or to give life and that life is only through him. And that if we have that faith, we can do otherwise seemingly impossible things with faith in Christ. Fantastic. So maybe we can talk about just two other things. The fig tree um, 
part of the the symbolism of this and and he'll use it as a launching point for what will be the major theme of the day which is to talk about hypocrisy so we're going to come back to that in just a second and then as we said he goes down to the temple and he spends most of his day teaching in the temple and he'll spend most of his day tuesday teaching uh in the temple so tomorrow we'll talk about uh his prophecy about the temple and how much he loves the temple and teachings in the temple but i was thinking that uh, if you're going to celebrate the Holy Week as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, I can't think of any more fitting way to celebrate it than on Tuesday to go to the temple. Uh, I'd say also do it on Monday, but most temples are closed on Monday. But uh, since typically you have to have uh, an appointment, I was going to suggest it today. Today, make an appointment to go to the temple tomorrow. It's, uh, it would be a great way for you to celebrate and spend some time on Tuesday. And of course, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I mean, no felt guilty or no pressure or anything. That but, is a great way. That is yeah. a fantastic way. So let's talk about the hypocrisy issue. And that's what the Savior is saying with the tree, that this tree is uh, putting out its leaves as if it has fruit, but it doesn't have fruit. And uh, he will spend much of the day talking about the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy of the Pharisees. And if you've been listening to my podcast, then you know that this is a complicated issue. You can't lump all the Pharisees together and we shouldn't uh, lump all of Jewry uh, uh, together in this right. and so on. But certainly... There were some who were uh, being hypocrites or else the Savior would not have said this. Right. And, and I believe the Savior did say these things. And it's, uh, it may have been included by different writers because of things that were going on in their day. But I think the Savior said these things and he meant these things. And uh, so it's worth thinking about. Not so much to say what was wrong with those Pharisees. I can't believe those Pharisees were that way, though that is our temptation in the same way that we say, what was wrong with the ancient Israelites in the Old Testament that they were so idolaters? I can't believe it. Mm -hmm. The question is, how are we that way? If they were that way, we're that way. And so we have to identify this in our own lives. There must be some way each one of us can identify. And I can't think of a better way to celebrate Easter on Holy Monday than to think of how the Savior was pure in heart. How he did not have differences between what he said or what he meant, or probably even most. And I think this is really the crux of the hypocrisy issue. His worry was not, what do other people think of me and trying to impress other people? Instead, his worry was doing the Father's work and blessing the lives of people whom he loved. And that was everybody. And so this would be a, a good day to think about that. We all struggle with this issue. Every single one of us has a temptation to think about ourselves when it, and what other people think of us when we're doing things. And especially in a day with all sorts of social media and so on, that that how we're projecting our self-image is all the, the bigger deal than ever. Um, and and it just uh, it, it's corrosive to becoming truly Christ-like. And so stop and think about what are my motives? Why am I doing some of the things I'm doing? What, what are my primary motives when I'm teaching my Sunday school class or speaking in sacrament meeting or when I'm doing service or something along those lines? And then ask yourself, am I doing this because I'm worried about what other people will think? Or am I doing this because I love people? Now, the answer for most of us will be some of both. But if you want to become more Christ-like, then we need to stop and think about it and tip that balance just a little bit, right? Where none of us are at the point where we're perfect on this issue. But if you can just move the needle a little bit each Holy Monday for the rest of your life, you'll be in a pretty good place. Yeah. And we just had this experience of Christ cleansing the temple. And that, then with this experience, we can also remember to bring that cleansing to ourselves so that we become more holy in his house or within ourselves as we 
go and make that appointment and uh, spend some time in the temple. Very, very well said. And in fact, in some of the accounts, that cleansing happens on Palm Sunday and in others, it happens on this Monday. So what a good day to think about that cleansing of ourselves as we are God's temple and we want him to dwell in us like he dwells in the temple. So that's a, that's a fantastic point. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you have a happy Holy Monday, that this is an opportunity to come unto Christ. Oh, I did want to mention this. This is really worth uh, noting that uh, the church also has this as uh, an option for you. If you go to churchofjesuschrist.org and you go to um, uh, where it says uh, on the on the homepage, go just below the, the top and you'll see a place where it says grow your relationship with Jesus Christ during Holy Week. And you click on there and it has an Easter day by day. So the church is also doing this. So you can go to my website. Um, out of the dust.org and you'll see a little link on the top that says holy week that will have all sorts of things for you to read and think about for each day you can listen to this podcast you can read that book that we've talked about by eric huntsman and trevin hatch and you can also go to the church website and click each day they'll have something so they're they're not long um but they're worth looking at uh for holy monday they talk about bravery and they have a, a scripture and and so on and a question for you and they have just a little something each day. And so uh, I think it's wonderful that there's so many uh, resources available for you to have a Holy Week that helps you draw closer to Christ and thank and praise him for his atoning, his life, his example, and his atoning sacrifice and his, his death and resurrection. So we thank him and praise him for that.